0: What's good people, I'm your host Big Rich, and welcome to the All About Duality Podcast. Trust me, you're going to love it here. People are usually taught to believe that there's only one way of thinking. We're here to show that multiple thought processes can coexist at once, peacefully. Welcome to the All About Duality Podcast. My name is Big Rich. I'm here with some cool cats and crazy kittens. I'm going to let them introduce themselves
1: eliza gk i'm
2: amira sukram and i'm sherry
0: so on today's episode we're going to be speaking about relationships and certain things surrounding that and you know i don't like to waste time so let's get straight into this
1: monogamy guys is it dead Uh, i think it's dying (laughs) i don't know (laughs) if it's fully dead yet but it looks like it might be dying a bit but no, there's still some monogamous relationships out there, but I don't know. It seems like everyone's just doing their own thing, just hooking up with everyone. So
0: <laughs> I agree. But well, hold on. Okay. So, for reference, uh, monogamy is defined right now as the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner or the practice or state of having a sexual relationship in general, but with set outlined rules for that couple. So, with oh, that in my. mind,
2: Wait, that switches things up then. Just a little bit. Because it's like if you have the set rules of being able to sleep with other people, technically that saying that's monogamy.
0: Isn't that polygamy? That then becomes polygamy.
2: Okay. So let's so not we, make it so
0: crazy to okay. find. Let's go with the first one. Though. Yeah, so that makes more sense. the state of having right? sexual relationship with only one partner. Let's All go right. with that one.
2: So that makes sense. I have heard that the new term for relationships is monogamish. <laughs> and that's where we're moving towards. Yeah. And this is something I've learned in... Like my psychology <laughs> classes. Yeah, monogamous is what we're heading towards. I think even people who say they're in monogamous relationships might not be in them. There's a lot of that. As and,
0: defined by who?
2: Um I don't know. Like sometimes <laughs> they agree to be in a relationship and then they still uh, break those terms, I guess Yeah. So, yeah uh, Cheating, yes, yeah, so it's very prevalent I think, so monogamish is what we're Heading towards, especially with just being able To like always find like I guess the idea of like a better partner Or somebody more suited to you There's just more out there now that we have Access to, and I think a lot of people Are moving towards that
0: Agreed, yeah. sure
3: I don't think it's dead But <laughs> I think that We are all like learning how to actually make it a sustainable practice? So I think okay. we don't necessarily know how to do that yet, but I think like people, there are people in like various degrees of that process figuring that out.
0: Okay, I like that.
2: I do like that. I think I would agree with that.
0: Got you, got you. All right, guys, we'll move Wait, on. What to about that. you? What about me? Um, <laughs> you're right. What about me? Monogamy. It's not dead,
1: no.
0: but unfortunately, it's been diluted through the masses, is what I'll say. Um, it's not generally respected the way it once was. And I hate to sound like that guy, <laughs> <laughs> like some old grandpa. or something back in my day, <laughs> you know, but yeah, things are a little diluted compared to what they were, um, but I think it still exists. I think there's still a lot of people out there who generally believe in the idea of me and one other person forget the rest of the world. We're riding through this, through everything. We'll make it work till death do us part. Yeah, I think it still exists. All right, so I, I have a question now. I think it still now. exists like,
1: like okay. that, but I, I find like, I don't know. It seems like these all these people—they're in relationships and everything seems great—and then a breakup happens. And they're like, what happened? It's like, oh, they were cheating on me the whole time, or like they were. So like, it seems like they're in a monogamous relationship, but then one person is just doing their own thing without the other person knowing. So it's like,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know. It,
1: it seem- seems like it's hard to like—I don't want to say trust, but just know what's happening with people. So I don't know. It's weird.
2: So I guess my question right now is: Do you believe that? If you believe like monogamous relationships are still like out there, do you believe in there being like one, like the one, a soulmate, like just one person for you? What do you believe in?
1: I don't believe in soulmates. Expound on expand on that. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I'm not going to say where we're living right now, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like the, <laughs> I don't know. It seems like... uh The world is so big and, you know, there's billions of people out there. So it's like, would my soulmate really be like in this city, you know, like, or in this area? Like, there's a lot of places I haven't been to. There's a lot of people I haven't met. And like you said, like, there's always someone better, like, Mm -hmm. in a way. So it's like, yeah, what if the uh, person that's meant for me or my soulmate is on the other side of the world and I never go to that place ever in my life. So, like, I'm never going to find my soulmate. So... I think you just find someone and you love each other and you make it work. I think that's the way it is. It's
2: an ideal relationship. I agree.
0: And here's the other side for duality. I totally believe in soulmates. Mm. And I believe that there is the possibility for multiple soulmates. Not just one individual, but you can find that bond in multiple people. If you're lucky enough to explore and find that, I believe the possibility is uh, definitely there for more than one. But yeah, I believe they do exist.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I believe in multiple soulmates. And I think that you can have them either like alone or at the same time. But I think you can have that connection with multiple people at once.
2: Yes, and romantic and platonic mm-hmm. and sexual, there's so many different types of relationships. So right. I think you can have like different soulmates in different areas of life too, which goes with your... Mm-hmm like view of you could have them at the same time. Like I have a friend soulmate versus I have like a sexual soulmate. They're different yep. people. Sure. It would be very cool if you meet somebody who is your soulmate in like all areas, but I don't know if I believe that exists. Like I do think there's different people in your lives for different purposes.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, guys, we'll move on to the next one real quick. Love uh, Love languages. And are they outdated? So before we get into it, I'll just list the standard five top love languages. First one would be words of affirmation. Second is acts of service. Third is gifts. Fourth is quality time. Fifth is physical touch. So are they outdated? Are any of them suited to you? Out of
2: yours. I'm curious what everyone's is before we go into like if they're okay, Because obviously we've that. like looked at it. If we all know what it is, have you looked Have you looked at yours, Elisa?
1: Like looked into it. I yeah. know what it is just okay. like from like how I am. But okay, I've cool. Never really, cool. Like, okay, so what it. are
2: your love languages?
1: All of them except for gifts. Like I don't like <laughs> oh I don't like getting <laughs> gifts. Getting <laughs> gifts makes me feel weird. Like if I want something, I'll go get it myself. And all of like, them is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like it's all just basic. You know, like,
2: yeah.
1: they all seem, like, given in a relationship, but gifts for me are weird. Like, even if it's, like, my birthday or Christmas or anything, like, don't get me anything. I don't want anything. Just, yeah. All
0: right. Um, I would say my top two are probably quality time and physical touch.
3: Same. I'm definitely physical touch. Definitely
2: uncomfortable with gifts. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the statement of all of the above because if somebody is giving you all of that, even if you don't feel some of them, like it feels great to be able to give them all. So I agree with that. Um, Okay. So your question was what? Do we believe in them?
0: Yeah. Do you believe in them or are they outdated? Like, do you have any as well that may not be on there that Mm. specifically speak to you?
3: I think that they're a good foundation, um, but I think that they can evolve a bit more. Like, I'm sure we've become much more complex and, like, know ourselves a little better Mm -hmm. to, like, throw a few more in there.
1: Mm -hmm. Elisa? Yeah, I agree. It's just, yeah, uh, they're all basically, like, stuff I need. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, quality time. Like, if if you don't want to spend time with me, like, then why are we together? Mm -hmm. And it's like... Right. I understand some people don't want to be touched and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's important to me. And yeah, words of affirmation are important because I don't always need to be told that I'm doing a good job or like, I'm appreciated. Like you could show me in different ways, you don't know, always have to say it, but it is good to hear sometimes like every once in a while. So there's limits and there's levels to it, I guess. But yeah, the gifts for me, just just don't get me any gifts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so wait, what do you do for your birthdays if you have a significant other? Obviously, the tradition is for them to, you know, gift you with something they feel that you would love. Are you just like, no, like donate it to charity type of thing? Or like, I'm what like, do you do? Don't, what do you don't spend scenario? money
1: on me. Just like, just spend time with me and just like hang yeah. out with me and we could go do something or like, it doesn't have to be like... Yeah, don't spend money on me or anything like that. Just, I like that. That's cool. Or like, if you want to get me a gift, like you can make me a gift, like maybe like a little drawing or something, a little. Sing okay. a song. Yeah, like something like something that. Something
0: more sentimental. Yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. Okay.
2: That's still a gift, though, isn't that interesting? And this is why, like, I do agree. Like, the languages have to evolve because, I mean, it's not just like strict categories. My friends and I have talked about like acts of service, for instance. Like, what is an act of service? Somebody like driving you around could be an act of service, taking you to appointments. But then sometimes like somebody picking up food for you is an act of service, but then it's also a gift, right? Yeah. So that's where it gets Depending confusing. On how you look at things, yeah. Yeah. So I think they need to evolve. I think I I think there's like been talk about them evolving and including different things. Yeah. Where did it even start?
0: I have no idea. Segueing quickly into the next (laughs) all right guys Um, love versus lust we're gonna stick on the you know category relationships here which one do you prefer or enjoy more take that how you will I'm gonna kick this one off just to set the mood for me I'm gonna go with lust that feeling is undeniable to the long term of love I know a lot of people are in you know, great agreement with the idea of love. Love is great. Love is awesome. Love is also long term. In the moment, lust wins for me. So that's where yeah. I'm going to go with that. And you guys want to.
2: I like that you said in the moment, mm-hmm. lust works because it's like in the moment, obviously, lust feels so much better, right? Yeah. But it's like, what do you in value more, I guess? Is it in the moment or is it that bigger picture? This is something I've been thinking about a Ooh, lot in relationships.
0: Yeah, good, question. <laughs> good question. As I get older, I would definitely say uh the relationship uh would dominate that. Um, but that lust feeling is something else. <laughs> it's like
2: it's like the newness, right? Yeah. And that's what, like, like the
1: the lust and the chase and the mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And that feeling of being with somebody again for like, that's exciting versus somebody you like know very well is very different. And this is where I think it goes back to like people wanting monogamish relationships because they do want the lust still. They don't want to give that up for like a long-term love.
0: That's going to have to be the title of this this episode Mm -hmm. is monogamish Monogamish. for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, Cher? Sure?
3: I don't think you can have long-term love without lust. I think like it's a very, very like important mm-hmm. aspect to I it. You
0: did there I
3: think without <laughs> it, like you, you lose something. I think it's like a really intrinsic part of like sustainable wow. love to me.
0: I subscribe to that way of thinking. <laughs> I
1: like that. I mean, do you have to? I don't know. I feel like for me, I lust after the person before I love them because mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. for me takes a while. Like, yeah. you build that up. So, like mm-hmm. yeah, the lust is there first, definitely. I makes think, me want to, like, get to know them and, like, be with them. And yeah. then after, the love will come. Slowly. <laughs>
2: Slowly. <laughs> <But surely. laughs> um, I I want to say that it depends on the type of relationship. Because some people love their partners, but they're more, like, companions than they are, like, compassionate love. Right. And there's different types of love. So I think that's where it differs of like what you see lust as versus love, because as Sherry was saying, like lust is a big part of love for her, but it's not for everyone. Like some people just want like a calm relationship or somebody who doesn't excite them, you know? Yeah. So it all depends on like what you want to feel from your partner.
0: True that. True that. All right. Next question, guys. Keeping in line with duality and relationships. What are your favorite types of relationships as far as romantic versus platonic? And I'm going to give you guys quick definitions of both. Keep them in mind for references. So romantic is defined as mutual, ongoing, and voluntary interactions between two partners that are characterized by special expressions of affection and intimacy. Platonic is relationships and characterized as friendships that are lacking romantic and sexual aspects. So, the question again, what would be your favorite relationship, romantic versus platonic? And if you can, feel free to explain why. Alupe. <laughs>
3: I can answer. Um, right. I think multiple romantic with like varying levels of romance. So, you can have like, you know, like one partner that's a primary or intensely romantic relationship, but you can have others that are like majority platonic but still that aspect of romantic. Yeah. Um just again to have that excitement. (laughs) Spice. The spice needs to be there for me
0: clearly. (laughs) Your mind is bubbling. (laughs) Your mind is going. My mind is
2: going. I like that Sherry went first. Um It's like, I feel like, okay, so it's your favorite, right?
0: Yeah. Like, what do you prefer more? Like, do you I don't think I've ever
2: experienced it, but I feel like obviously the ideal, and I think like a lot of men get hate for this, is like wanting multiple partners, but them to not be with other people. (laughs) Like, that would be a favorite, right? Yeah. Obviously, I don't think it's fair and uh, practical and sustainable, but- Ideally, that would be incredible.
0: So, would you categorize that under platonic, given that there's multiple going on, or is that still no. romantic?
2: No, romantic. Still romantic. Like romantic, okay. sexual, once everyone's being safe, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be an ideal. Again, I.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we're we're going to take a break.
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding,
2: ding, ding. <laughs>
0: back from our quick little break uh, just to get back into things what's your favorite relationship and why romantic versus platonic Elissa what's your uh what's your view on this
1: both depending on the people I guess I don't know uh, romantic is nice it's a nice feeling it's good but uh some people just need to be platonic relationships and just you know keep them to the side and have their place but no I think uh, different types for different people
2: Oh, to add some spice I feel like transitioning between the two is an interesting experience
0: yeah for sure mm. a mindfuck. can, mind can almost.
2: you ever be platonic with somebody after you've been romantic
1: <laughs> I you can but I can't <laughs> I, people
0: can. I love that
2: people can
1: know. but I don't sure, think
2: geez, I can that's knowing right. yourself yeah. <laughs>
0: 101 right there yeah um I believe it is possible Uh, Not only a belief, but I am living proof and testament of it. So, yeah, I know it's possible. Cool. How about yourself, Amira?
2: Oh, uh, I don't know. I think I'm still exploring this one.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Share.
2: Yeah, I think you can, for sure.
0: Yeah. All right, cool, cool. That was a good little perspective there. Let's get into the (laughs) next line of questioning here. Uh, What does intimacy look like to you? Again, I'll walk out on the ledge and kick this one off just to give a little bit of an idea of what you guys can go off of here. So I think intimacy like quickly looks like familiarity, privacy and time spent. So those are like a quick little generalization for me. Let's see what you guys think.
1: I agree with that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Privacy, like private moments with them, like one on one time. Yeah.
0: One on one time for sure. Yeah.
2: I think this one for me,
3: I'm still exploring deeply. <laughs> okay. Um That's fair. I think that I have blocks to intimacy mm. that I'm like learning about right now. Right. So what I thought may have been intimacy was still maybe potentially a little surface level. Ooh. So I think I'm like I'm going deeper. So I'm I'm excited to see what I find. <laughs>
2: That is interesting. I think I'm also in an exploration phase, um, but I would say I think intimacy has something to do uh, with vulnerability for me, like having yeah. vulnerable time with somebody, them seeing you in a light, maybe others don't, or just like getting to know somebody. I think depth is a big one for me, depth and vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let me lateral into the next question real quick. What does psychological safety mean to you, given that the two of you both mentioned still exploring what Mm -hmm. intimacy looks like? So there's gotta be some sort of safety felt within to be able to explore or to be able to accept whatever. So what does that safety look like to you or what does it mean to you?
2: Does there have to be?
0: No, not at all.
2: Yeah, because I think that exploration for me, comes from not having that safety, not having that psychological safety. So now it's time to explore what intimacy can look like Mm -hmm. in safer ways or in safe ways. Um, And that's maybe why. I don't know. I was also going to say co-regulation.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. That's a good one, sure.
2: Yes, I love
3: the co regulation. (laughs) Um, I totally agree. Um, I think safety is a huge aspect. And I think, same with me, um, Amira, that that's something that I'm exploring um, just in having maybe not felt quite safe or like completely safe with like another person. Um, So I think that,
2: yeah, I agree with what you said. Yeah, safety. And isn't that Safe- interesting? I, wait, I want to hear Alexis' perspective mm-hmm. first.
1: <sighs> safety. I don't know. It's like I feel like I'm pretty open with my partners and everything. Like if I have something to say, I'll just say it, regardless of like. I don't know because I'm just really open. I just want them to know everything about me, and like I feel like they should be open and want to know everything like me to know everything about them, and like the whole vulnerability aspect. Like when I'm with someone, I'm really vulnerable, and I'm like I'm open because I just want to. Yeah, like that's my person. They should be. I should be able to tell them everything, like regardless. So, I don't know. Maybe I just <laughs> that wasn't the recess <laughs> stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I like
0: that. Okay. Um, let's lateral into another question real quick. Then, what does practicing vulnerability look like? And you can apply that to either your partner, your friends, your parents. Just what does that look like? Being vulnerable and practicing
1: it. Anybody want to kick that one Uh, off? Yeah, I think I'm vulnerable with everyone except for like my family and my parents. (laughs) 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 But like my friends, I'll tell them anything. My partners, I'll tell them anything. But like Mm. family, yeah, family, and like my parents, like I feel like they would judge me more and be like, I know they wouldn't judge me, but it's just something in my head that says like, oh no, I can't tell them this, but. My friend, I'll be like, yeah, this happened. This is how I feel. Partners like, yeah, right away I'll tell them something. Or if I'm feeling something, I'll tell them right away. So I feel like I'm maybe too vulnerable too quick. <laughs> but, uh, I was
2: going to ask, when do you know that it's safe to be vulnerable? Or do you just step into that vulnerability no matter what?
1: If I feel like, yeah, like not like on the first date or anything. But like, uh, <laughs> if I feel like, yeah, this could go somewhere then, like, why not just, you know, be honest and open right from the start? And if it's too much for them, then I feel like, yeah, maybe they might back off and it might not work and I might just go into it too quickly. But I feel like if that's my person, they should be able to accept it and help me through it, like, my vulnerability. Like, if I'm having, like, a moment or something, like, I don't want to go through it alone. Like, we should be able to go through it together. Yeah, I agree. I feel like sometimes I probably do it too quick, but... Hmm. It's just how I feel, you know, like, I'm just open with them, so, because I want them to be open with me, too, so I don't like when my partners, like, hold back things, and I can tell they're holding back, and it's like, well, why don't you trust me, you know, like, what's going on, man? Why can't you tell me what's happening and what's going on in your head, so...
2: See, I think I'm the partner that doesn't say what's going on in their head. (laughs) I think it also comes from that place of like maybe not feeling safe to be that vulnerable or like I've been in a relationship that didn't feel safe to be that vulnerable or I did that and realized, okay, like that didn't work out very well. So I like almost adapted on my end. Mm-hmm. which I don't even know is that good of a thing. It's like, should I really accommodate somebody in that way? I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe think, not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think with me, though, because uh, of my music, I a lot of my lyrics are yeah. just really about myself, and it's about me, so like... Just getting that out. the
2: Elisa show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because like, uh, especially when I first started making music, it was very emotional. Like I would just get out all my feelings and then people will listen to me like, oh, I never knew this about you. Or like, I never knew you were feeling this. So just creating music for like the last, I don't know, half of my life. Mm -hmm. It's just anything I'm feeling, I just get it out.
0: Yeah, that's a great outlet. For me, I would say vulnerability looks like just being honest in more consistency with all of the categories I said. So whether it's a relationship, whether it's your friendships, whether it's your parents, just being as honest as possible, leaving the room for hopefully the same sort of response or same, you know, just communication with you. And over time, I feel like that shows vulnerability and that vulnerability can build stronger relationships. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does. But yeah, that's yeah. my truth right now.
3: What do you think? I think that makes sense. Um, for me, vulnerability. I think like Alyssa was saying, I really like when um like my partners and people are vulnerable with me. Right. Like I want to know everything. I feel like I can hold everything. Um I'm, I'm totally fine with like anything you can tell me because like I want that. Um but I think for myself, it's been like more so learning how to even be vulnerable with myself because I don't think that I was like for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really just like learning how to be like that. So like I even know what that's like externally. Hmm.
2: I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um I think I've been really vulnerable with myself and now I want to learn how to do it in relation to other people. So I feel like I'm most vulnerable with, like, my friends and family and learning how to do it with a partner, basically.
0: Okay. That's fair. Um, all right. Let's jump into the next one, sticking in line with relationships. Are there any couples that you guys look up to on social media? So, like, TikTok, Instagram, oh, YouTube. Only on social media? Um, you can You can do outside of there as well, but... That was the target, but you can definitely say like even in your personal life, so whether it's like your mom and dad, whether it's just a couple you might know through like work, through other life, like whatever the case may be, you can use that as well.
2: Um, Yeah, because I think a lot of social media couples are pretty fake. I don't know. Social
1: media is fake. Yeah, agree? Yeah, Yeah.
2: totally. They like show they're they're all happy and it's like, what? Like that's not what a
0: relationship (laughs) (laughs) is.
2: Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: So, like, what about, like, Blueface and his girl? Oh, my
2: God. I don't <laughs> even know who that is. No, you don't know who that is,
0: Blueface? <laughs> no. Oh, man, you're missing out on some I great social sure. media. <laughs> oh, okay,
2: I totally don't know Anyway, that they is.
0: seem to be pretty real. There's been a lot <laughs> of... Um,
3: you know, fights and
0: drama. Yeah, but, and,
2: but, like, okay, yeah. going with what you said, having private moments is pretty important in relationships. I agree.
0: I agree. <laughs> Unfortunately, when you're a star, yeah, you lose all that privacy. Or at least you can, for the most part. But, yeah.
1: I, don't know, I feel like people just pretend on social media to be happy because, like, I know some people in my life like my friends like they'll post pictures on social media like oh look how great our relationship is but then when i talk to them they're Complain all just like it. they're <laughs> just complaining like oh there's so many problems i'm so sad i'm so like this and that and i'm like well you mm. look happy on social media like posting all these pictures so you it's never sad. know behind the scene but uh
2: so in real life then i guess we'll go yeah. do you guys have no hold
1: on hold on cherry what oh, okay. about you anybody on
0: social media no no, no? like no. not that i can think of okay anybody. go ahead go ahead
2: Okay. So in real life, um, I have couples that I look up to for sure. I think the one that I mainly looked up to, in I'd say like my early 20s, mid 20s, are no longer together. So that's an interesting perspective. But I think I value that a lot because being able to transition like a relationship shows good relationship skills to me i think Mm -hmm. and so i do value that like they are still friends they do still talk they still have a relationship and even when like okay so i love the celebrity couple like carol gnn well and when they broke up they remained friends he went to one of her shows he like performed with her and i was like i do i think value that idea that you can transition a very important relationship into your in your life to something that can still remain, because I think that shows like good boundary setting and you're able to just like adapt, which I think is a good quality to have in life.
0: Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I
1: fully agree with all of that. That's amazing.
2: Any relationships in your life? We're not gonna talk about our parents, are we? <laughs> I mean, I was,
1: I was gonna use like my family um. and my parents as a good Example, Like, not just my parents, but, like, there's oh, a lot of that. examples in my <laughs> yeah, family so of, nice. like, yeah, especially, like, when you go to, like, family gatherings and stuff, like, yeah. you see, like, all the, all my family members, like, all the good relationships they have, like, it's not perfect, of course, like, there's the problems and mm-hmm. up and down, but you can see that, like, the love is there and how mm-hmm. much they yeah. support each other and, yeah, if my parents are, I would use them as a good example, I do look up to them in a way, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. I see, like, how my dad treats my mom and how my mom treats my dad. And it's nice to see, you know, like, seeing dads, like, oh, yeah, there's still, you know, like, maybe, maybe one I day wanna, I can like, side note that. this.
2: Didn't your dad get your mom <laughs> a, a garage door opener <laughs>
0: <for my laughs> I thought that was going to go a whole different direction.
1: I'm not going to lie. She was, she's, was very bad about that. <laughs> and, uh, I think she's still mad about that, but... Uh, <laughs> They got through it. <laughs> That's the most, most important part.
2: <laughs> See, but your dad's reasoning was so nice. <laughs> it was like that. Her uh, every day would be easier, right? Yeah, because uh, so especially wouldn't have to in get the winter, the, yeah. yeah like, oh, you gosh. don't have to
1: get out of your car and like go open the garage. You just press the button and the garage opens and you go so it's, yeah, it's a nice, you know, little birthday present. <laughs>
0: yeah, not bad. Not bad at
1: all. <laughs> But I also feel like that's like their own little, you know, jokes they got, you know, like they sure. do little jokey things like that in their relationships. Like, yeah, she's bad, but she does laugh about it and joke about it now. <laughs> so like,
0: Keeps things alive if you can it, laugh you know? at it for
1: sure.
0: I'm going to walk on the ledge and even say for the celebrity, I'm a Jay-Z and Beyonce, um, Beyonce fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Great, beautiful black power couple. I'm just gonna. Their put relationship that out there.
2: definitely has transitioned.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think they've mastered the art of like privacy. I, was gonna say, <laughs> they I knew you like that. They, <laughs> they, they, sh- they pop out whenever they want you to see them, and they're in full control of that. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I think they do it very well. And you know what I'm saying? They're both very successful in their rights. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting and.
2: Why do I want to throw in like Jeneiiko an and Big Sean here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like it's, it's, it's a not good something relationship, to look up though. to
2: but like
0: they got a good relationship like, a, little bit, a little bit toxic it's super real okay you know what i'm saying
2: i mean this totally is off topic but i think she has after seeing the nintendo switch picture like why wouldn't you be toxic
0: <laughs> I, I don't have an answer. All right, honest, that would totally an go to the next question. With that said, okay, we're going to transition into this next question real quick. Guys, what do your green flags look like? Because we're going to move away from toxicity, move into something a little more positive. What does a green flag in relationships look like to you? What is ideal for you? That sort of thing. Just
2: start throwing them out, guys. Yeah,
0: whip it out, whip it. Whip, not, not, Honesty. Nah, nah. <laughs>
2: Patience, kindness, kindness over niceness. Yes. I think that, like kindness being over niceness, being honest okay. about something versus like not saying something to not hurt somebody's feelings. Like that's yeah. kind to be completely honest.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. okay. Understanding, you know, like there's you could have communication, but if there's no understanding behind the communication, then that's a problem. Comprehension. So they, um, comprehension. comprehension, comprehension. Yeah, it's
0: definitely a big one consideration for me is a big one too.
2: I think clarity. Like them telling you, well, also both of you communicating exactly what your needs and wants are Mm -hmm. and seeing like what you can figure out between both of you. I think that's a big green flag.
0: Comprehension is major with that. So yeah, Yeah. I think that's a very big green flag.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Sherry,
0: with your green sweater.
3: Humor, like being able to laugh at yourself and like laugh at Mm -hmm. situations. Like I think that will get you through so much.
0: Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, too. Hmm. I agree with that, too. I like um, that.
2: One of mine, I think having a kettle and having wine glasses is just really like <laughs> okay. like there's consideration for somebody else when you have those things. So yeah. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. Okay, so what if...
2: <laughs> <laughs> something I've come across, obviously.
0: <laughs> what if the person had, for example, a silk head wrap for you to wear... Ooh. That's above a green flag. (laughs) It's above
2: a green flag. Got you. Yeah. But definitely, that would be amazing.
0: I got you. All right. Moving into the next one, right quick. Guys, friends with benefits, do they actually work or can it work?
1: In my experience, it has not worked. Someone always catches feelings and they want more out of it. And the little jealousy, like if you start seeing someone else, they're like, well, even if you tell them, like, yeah, this is just, you know, friends with benefits, there's, well, in my experience, emotions, too, sometimes behind it, so. Do you
0: feel like those emotions are possible to be regulated through the right amount of communication and hopefully comprehension?
2: <laughs> and self-soothing.
0: <laughs> that, too? Yeah. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I've tried. <laughs> it just didn't work in your experience? It just doesn't work in my experience. Got gotcha. you. No.
2: Are you the jealous one?
1: No, not um, really, no. Player. Amir, <laughs> uh, what do you think?
2: I think it works in a short-term deal. Hmm. Like, okay. You're, What's
0: short-term to you?
2: Like under six months, but more so under a year. Okay. I think when you've been, and also it depends on the consistency of it. If you're seeing somebody like once a month for a year, it's very different than if you're seeing somebody like, three, four times a week, like, that's like, you have a life with them, basically, you know, not necessarily building one, but you do have one currently. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do think like them not being a part of your life and just like the, how often you see them and obviously like under a year. I feel like when you hit a year, you more so hit like, do I have feelings for this person or not? And then you make that decision then.
0: So benefits come with an expiration date?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just think that friends with benefits works in like a short term. Like it's like a, so I was going to give the example of having a friends with benefits that basically we were both just bored and in the same city. Right. And then when they weren't in the city, it's like, okay, like it's done. There's no feelings. But also the side of it where it's like you're not really attracted to their personality. (laughs) That
3: That helps a lot.
0: Yeah, that matters.
3: Yeah. Sure. Okay. So for me, I think it can work for sure. But I think there has to be like a few factors. Like one, I think there has to be boundaries. Kind of like what Amara is saying. Just you're seeing them in like you you still have your life going on. You're not like shifting your your situation to Mm -hmm. like adhere to this person but also I think like there's a lot to be said about being honest about like how you feel about someone like maybe I like you maybe I love you and we're just like hooking up and I'm like if I'm honest with myself about that and I enjoy that time and it is just that time I think it can be really fulfilling because you're not trying to say like could this be something else or like, can we make this something else or whatever it may be like it, this is what it is. These are my honest feelings. And like, if at some point it's supposed to turn into something else, it would. But right now, if this is what it is, then it's perfect.
0: So general consensus seems to be that short term is the way that it works best. So if I say no, I think long term is possible depending on the individuals involved. Mm -hmm. if they communicate enough, if their situationship is where they're not really looking to date long-term based on maybe career, Mm -hmm. maybe location, family, whatever the case may be is. Side
2: partners.
0: Side partners as well. Like, is it possible? Do you guys think that the possibility is there for long-term friends with benefits?
2: Yes.
3: Like, I think what I was saying for sure could be a long-term, it could be a lifetime Situation, like maybe this is your lifetime friends with benefits. Maybe they're the person you see every time you're not in a relationship, or you know, like you've always had that comfort, that consistency, and you know that like you can go to each other in those times, then that's their perfect place.
0: I think a lot of people fit into that category you mentioned as far as Mm -hmm. the person you see in between relationships Mm -hmm. where there's comfort. You don't want to go seek out somebody new. That individual exists for a lot of people, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, low key. Crazy, crazy. All right, guys, jumping into the next one. Why do people have commitment issues? Why? Why can't people commit? <laughs> What's going on in this society? What's blocking their minds from just wanting to be with one person building building and developing with that one individual living a great long life?
2: Childhood trauma. Uh, I was going to say, did we not just talk about therapy, guys? Um, Yeah, I would say childhood trauma, big one. I think also, like, not just the trauma, but the not working through it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
2: And... At the, same the
1: options probably not a probably another thing. <laughs> yeah. Like there's too many options. There's too many people too out really there. Options. So it's like, yeah.
2: Options being, actually, I did want to like ask about that. If you believe like, you know how we were saying, there's always something better. At what point do you just like...
1: Settle? Yeah, and settle is <laughs> not the word for it, right? It's settle not, is not the,
2: word, the word for it. It's the word for sure. It's, it's like, when do you just choose to like work on your shit with somebody?
0: So my answer was going to be that social media tends to portray that there are a lot of options. Mm-hmm. In reality, I don't think there are a lot of good options. There are a lot I of agree. toxic quality.
2: options. Yeah,
0: quality options don't exist in in hordes whatsoever. <laughs> in today's dating pool anyway, it seems like. For um, context,
2: we also live in a big city, which makes it 100 times worse.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The major city effect. Is that definitely of no commitment, swerve, and keep it moving type of thing?
2: Okay, I heard something really interesting on TikTok. And they were talking about the difference between cities with more women than men. And they were saying, like, in the dating pool, that means that men have more options and have to satisfy basically more women. Mm-hmm. So they're more likely to so have, like, a non-monogamous, <laughs> <I'm sorry>. like, <laughs> no, th- so women are more likely to run into not having, like, monogamous relationships.
0: Ooh. Oh,
2: yeah,
0: (laughs) that is our city. (laughs) Oh my god, that's nuts! No, that really is our city, yeah, and that's a problem because it it
2: can be if you want something monogamous. That's
0: that's what a lot of women seem to portray that they want here. Given the fact that they outnumber men, it
2: and also a lot of women mm, say that they date men who don't live here. Have you heard that? I like have. everyone says, like um, American men are like
3: better. That's been the
0: yeah. That's been the lateral yeah. for most have women you heard
2: that?
3: here. Not particularly, but mm.
0: they're tired of the people from our city just yeah, based, that,
3: based on how small that. of a
0: world it yeah, is here. Sure. So they definitely expand over across the border mm-hmm. whoever floats their boat. Yeah, yeah, it's been a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for the women that are here and just anybody listening, obviously, the next question is going to be in regards to societal pressures, uh, specifically to uh, girls or women regarding dating and being engaged or married by a certain time frame. There is this undeniable social pressure specifically towards women regarding when they are to get married or... Bear children, or whatever the case may be, is so. Why do you guys think that exists, and what are your opinions on it? Um, is it real?
2: I feel like we don't subscribe to this pressure.
0: Yeah, I hear that. Not subscribing <laughs> to it is one thing, but do you agree that it exists through, like, say, Disney? From when you're younger, you watch these princess and motherly things that like teach you to want to be you know, gender role-ish where you want to take care of a guy and get married to him and have this family. Do you think that that's real or do you think that's just bup kiss?
2: So I think it's real and I think in my conditioning, I feel it, but then I don't subscribe to it consciously. So... Understood. <clears throat> it's really real, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of women who like want to get married by a certain age, some that like rushed into it and... Like, they had kids, and now they, like, want to get divorced, and they want to date, and they want to experience that after doing all of that, which is very interesting.
0: Yeah. Sure.
2: I think that there is that pressure out there, and I think, like, the, the
3: difficulty with it is that, like, it is, like, loosely or not so loosely based on, like, our own biological exactly Mm -hmm. like our biological needs like companionship procreation all of those things so it's like hard to deny that and like put that aside um but i also feel that people that people often like don't think about what they truly want like they don't like like like, internally reflect on, like, is this, like, the right match for me? Is this something that I really want to do? Yeah. Like, they just kind of go along with, like, the tide. Like, what's pushing them forward? What's, you know, what's going... What's bringing them along? And I think, like, that's where the issue kind of arises because it's, like, is this truly fulfilling to you? Like, would this dynamic be ideal for you? Um, I think it's an important question to ask.
1: <laughs> well, I oh, yeah, well... um I know some of my female friends, like, they do have their timeline. They're like, okay, I'm this Mm -hmm. age. I want to get married by this time. I want to have kids by this age. So, like, there is that pressure that they do feel. And I guess it depends on the person, really.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. All right, with that said, we're going to take a quick little recess, guys. Ding, ding, ding. Welcome back to All About Duality. We're going to get into the last question here, which is, guys, have you ever had sex and thought about someone else during it?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like,
2: like somebody you knew or like a corn star, like what?
1: Whatever. Someone I knew, like a, someone I was with before, like an ex. So,
0: Ooh, yeah. left an imprint. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So you're saying that person was mentally competing with something from <laughs> oh your past without any <laughs> recognition is. of yeah. such. What? So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty tough thing a, to compete with.
1: Yeah. It was like um after like a little after the breakup. So I guess she was still on my mind. So gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I guess so. I guess so.
0: Do you feel guilty by that?
2: (laughs) Okay. I think it's because it wasn't really somebody who was meaningful to me. Okay. Like I had been on a bad date and then went to see somebody after. And then it was like, oh, that bad date was on my mind. Like I was like stress thoughts, right? Yeah. But it's like, okay, because this is the same thing if you're like, distracted by like work or something and you're thinking about like a co-worker does this count in this situation like you are still thinking about somebody else uh. but did you mean more like yeah that's what i'm wondering
0: did you think about them during the act
2: yeah because i was like it was fresh on my mind
0: if you thought about somebody else during the act it counts
2: <laughs> okay yeah no i guess yeah i have
0: okay cool sherry
2: I haven't during
3: like actual sex outside of it. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I have. I have multiple times in my younger twenties. I think I was just on a different plane of thinking than thinking I needed more excitement than enjoying the moment. And then I definitely grew out of that to learning to focus on what was there and enjoying that rather than thinking of past moments and stuff. So, yeah.
3: So if something like that helps you perform better, is it wrong?
0: I don't think so. I think if it's an aid, there's no disrespect because the intent isn't like, Oh, I don't like you. And Oh, I'm trying to disrespect you and I don't appreciate what's going on. It's just like, I might not be able to now satisfy you if I don't use this angle of thought. So I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't, I don't think it's malicious, but I can see how, if that information is found out, how it could potentially uh, bruise someone's ego, if you will. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I feel like that would hurt for me.
0: But it's not personal. So I don't think that it should be taken in a manner to, to hurt somebody, if you yeah, will. Yeah, and I
2: don't think the intent would be to hurt somebody, but it's like, and this is so ironic compared to what I said, <laughs> <laughs> but I would still be hurt because it's like, I guess it is an ego thing, right? It's like, oh, why weren't you thinking about me?
0: What if thinking about you made them nervous based on how much they actually liked you? And thinking of the past experience where they were just easily comfortable without that much concern about the other person's reaction helped them calm in that moment to then please you.
2: I know. for me, I'm like, I, I agree with Elisa, with it being the Elisa show. It's, it's the Amira <laughs> show. Like, if it's gotcha. not about me, then I'm not as it. into it because I think I really do like when somebody's very into me. Like, that's something that's attractive to me. So you think that like, they're not get, into
0: you based on them thinking of somebody else to perform better with you?
2: Yeah, like, if I if somebody is, like, very, very attracted to me and they show it more, Yeah. like, are vocal about it, all that stuff that's a turn on for me. So without that, it's like a turn off for me. Like it's not an attractive So what if thing. you get
0: all of that? All of that in real time, you get everything that you're asking for as far as what they're supposed to show. But during the acts of service, there are thoughts within that individual's heads where they are thinking of someone else that helps them boost, if you will, their performance with you.
2: I mean, I feel like this is a little toxic to say, but I would just be like, then go be with
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you
2: with me then? <laughs> what if
0: it's like some sort of like superstar they can never be with? No, like, then I'm like, it's like, like the go to well, for them.
2: Exactly. Then it's like, if you're going to think about them, go be with them. Like I would be toxic in that <laughs> way. Sort of they're
0: like it's Neil along. Neil just does it for me. You know, you're not getting on me along, but, but Neil along helps that, me get with you. Then
2: you could get with somebody else with that mentality,
0: right? Got like you. it's just something yeah.
2: that I don't want.
0: Heard you. Heard you.
2: So,
3: if, like, what would you be more upset by? Like, someone thinking about someone else, like, while they're having sex with you? Or just someone thinking about someone else while they're pleasuring themselves, but they're, like, in a relationship with you?
2: Oh, it's like, if you're pleasuring yourself, I really don't care. You don't care? Yeah, like, I'm, like, all for you having Mm -hmm. that, um, like self-pleasure because it's like, I think that's a great practice to have. I don't believe that one person should be your main source of pleasure. Like I do think you should have self-pleasure. And I think that's why I'm like, if you're spending time with me, I already don't care about your self-pleasure practices. Think about that person all the time, Mm -hmm. but quality time is important to me. So I'm like, I don't really want you to have like, like if, if I knew mentally that somebody else wasn't there, then my quality time would not feel as much of like a love language met. Mm -hmm.
1: That makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you guys?
1: Yeah, no, like I said, um, it only really happened when I was thinking of someone else. Like after the breakup, I just went and hooked up with someone else, but I still had that like my ex on my mind. So like, in that sense, yeah, it I did have someone else on my mind, but no, when I'm with someone, I'm usually just like in the moment with them, except for the time after the breakup. But yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I are you?
2: Do you feel guilt about that? Because.
1: Thinking about it now, it's like, I never really thought about it before, but thinking about it now, it's like, I guess I would also, you know, like what you are saying, I would feel bad if it was the other way around. And like the girl was thinking about another guy while she was with me, like, yeah, I would, that would make me feel bad. So I guess I do feel a little guilty about that now, but.
2: Would that feel, gu- like, would you feel bad if a girl was thinking about somebody else? when they're No, get, with you? get yours, okay. man.
0: <laughs> get yours, whatever works for you.
2: Okay. In that situation,
0: like I All said, right. if there's like um, malicious intent mm-hmm. where they're trying to make you feel bad and they're using that they did something with somebody else type of thing. But no, if they're in the moment and that thought process helps that momentary situation become easier, better, more satisfactory for everybody involved, do your thing. Ideally, I don't want to hear about it, but do whatever exactly. works Okay, for you.
2: <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like if they did it and I never had to know about it, then it would never affect me. Yeah,
1: because you don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah.
2: But if I had to hear about it or they told me or like it came up and that.
1: Or was, if they said like the person's name or something. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> that, that could that can bruise different. the ego for yeah. sure. Yeah.
2: Have you guys ever had somebody not use your name? Because this seems like such no. a story that people tell, no. but I've never never. Yeah. never had that.
0: No, but then yeah. you see, as a man, what if the girl decided to use the word daddy instead of the name? And I didn't know because she just called me daddy, trying to make me feel good. But meanwhile, she thinking of another, you know what I'm saying, somebody name.
2: I mean, whatever, it's the same with women and like being called like baby or something, which is- That's true.
0: Very but weird, that's just but a general <laughs> name, I guess, too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it works both ways. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like how it's like the mentality is like, oh, just call her baby because then you can swap out girls and just use that word like women can do that too like why not that's We've true got m- multiple daddies <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh man Cherry, what do you think
2: um
3: where are we at
0: <laughs> everywhere <laughs> like city TV I should like is
3: it, <laughs> I don't know like I don't think it would it would bother me like I don't think I would feel any way if what's happening is like the energy's good like it goes well like we have like a really good time then like to me like that's all that kind of matters that's what i'm saying even if it's malicious if it's if
0: if the, <laughs> if the, is if the momentary is good then that's all that matters <laughs>
3: if it's like it, like what if it makes it that much better and yeah. then like i mean like not potentially like in a relationship but like say whatever situation you have with that person in a
0: monogamous that situation takes
3: it to the other level and that's the dynamic that you have then <laughs>
2: I, I think in a hookup, I would care so much less. Okay. But in a relationship mm-hmm. or like something where you're committed to that person and you guys mm-hmm. have like a mm-hmm. really strong connection, it would suck if that connection was propped up with the third leg of somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm going to throw a quick dagger to you <laughs> real quick, <Aaron. laughs> Watch this, okay? You're in a relationship with the person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been a little while. And by a little while, I'm going to go with
2: mm-hmm.
0: 10 years plus, okay? So for a little while, I know, I know, we're just, just throwing it out there. You're in this relationship with somebody. All right. Let's even go with five years plus. okay? Okay. You're with them five years plus. You guys have been through a lot. You've done it all. All right. This person's now like, okay, in order for me to be able to sustain this, I need to think of Jessica Alba type of thing, right? Now, this is a person they can never get with. They have no access to whatsoever. But like Sherry was saying earlier, in that moment, that thought process for them makes in the moment, moment so In that moment or every better.
2: moment when we're having those moments? Every moment.
0: Let's go with every moment okay. to make it a little bit spicy there, right? So
2: like so every time. Every time.
0: Sex. It's like you do it for them. Don't get it twisted. You're the starting place. No. You're the middle. You're the end.
2: For me, But in like, order
0: for them to- sustain what you require Mm -mm. i gotta think of jessica albert and flip her somewhere no you know what i'm saying because for me
2: a (laughs) mental connection is what attracts me so if the mental state isn't there then it's not gonna like attract me in the same way like physical does not matter as much as that mental attraction and not physical looks obviously we all need attraction in that way but physical like connection Mm-hmm. Like the mental connection means so much more to me. So I'm like, if you're not mentally connected, I don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Got you. All right, guys. That's been an interesting set of questions. <laughs>
2: That's all about duality. <laughs> that Except is this is my side. <laughs> <laughs> my truth is right. No,
0: i <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys for listening. It's been an amazing journey. Please leave any questions or comments that you can. Classes and no, I don't know Class is done We're out of here ding Ding ding, ding, ding. ding.